Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, we're back. It is, oh my gosh. I know. Happy Monday and happy November 1st. I know. Crazy. Looney Tunes. I know. I can't believe the year is almost over. It's getting close. And we, if you haven't counted your days yet, in terms of work days versus not work days, and be realistic, it is not a badge of honor to say that you're going to work on Thanksgiving just because nobody else does. Even if you do, nobody else is going to respond. So. And, and by the way, when we say that, we say that from personal experience because we used to say that ourselves when we sold real estate yeah. and we always regretted it. So listen for uh, to your wise old coach friends. Don't work on the holidays. You need that time off and you're going to be... Take it. People expect you to. Well, yeah. Not only that, but you're going to feel a lot better about um, work in general. I mean, Julie and I were coming back from the gym this morning. And we were talking about um, the idea that you need to take breaks during the day. And, and anyway, it leads right into our topic for today. But it is fascinating how much more efficient you are with like, so for example, if you decide just to power through the holidays and you're, you're going to work, 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 well, the work you're going to do is not going to be as good as if you'd taken some time off for sure. And they're not, it's not going to be the same level of intensity. And remember one of the sayings, one of the, one, I think one of the pillars to our coaching uh, is do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So if you are feeling emotionally or physically a little bit spent, frayed at the edges, and you don't necessarily acknowledge it, you're not. You're going to do what you don't want to do. You're going to, you know, do it when you don't want to do it. But you're not going to do the third thing, which is at the highest level. The highest level thing only comes in when you are absolutely positively, you know, really focused with your energy and focused with your mindset and your intention. But I will suggest that you do this. If you're listening to us for the first time, first of all, thank you for listening. This is Real Estate Coaching Radio. This is the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents in the United States. And we're listened to in 61 different countries. But so if this is your first show, I want you to remember what I'm about to tell you. Make sure you, A, go back and listen to all of our past podcasts. B, that you complete your real estate treasure map. Your real estate treasure map is your fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. So you're going to – here's how you get it. Just text the word Harris, our name, H-A-R-R-I-S, to – what is the code? I always forget – to 47372. So text the word Harris to 47372. And we're going to text you back a link and you can download the real estate treasure map. And you will also be entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. But you, when you get the treasure map, you're going to get a link, download it and print it out. Some of you are just saving it on your hard drive. So you're not actually doing the rest of the work, which is printing it out and actually taking the time to fill it out. When you do, after you're done completing the real estate treasure map, you will have a profound sense if you've taken the time and actually done the work that's required in the map, you will have a profound sense of direction. And you don't necessarily know that you don't have a sense of direction now, but you will once you truly do have a sense of direction. You'll have a calmness about you, a stillness about you, and a confidence that comes from knowing that you're on the right path. So you definitely want to complete your real estate treasure map ASAP. So just text the word Harris to 47372. So Julie and I were talking today on our way back from the gym about the fact that if you do take uh, more deliberate uh, control of not just your work time, but also your non-work time, that you're going to make the work time more efficient. And this is what spawned Julie to propose this topic for today's show. That's right. So this is called Get Your Mind Focused on Taking Control of Your Day. 
The other thing that uh, sparked me to do this was we've had a lot of discussions on the Facebook Live sessions we do for our premier coaching clients where they are making themselves too overwhelmed with the thought of the schedule. Hmm. Like everybody gets a little intimidated by having to follow a schedule. And a lot of people, if we're being honest, got into real estate so they wouldn't have to follow a schedule, right? So we talked about taking it in smaller chunks and and just concentrating on one day at a time Can or even I, one hour at a time. Let's talk about that, okay? Yeah. Let's talk about the whole schedule thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you and I sold real estate, we too didn't like being a schedule. No one wants to be on a schedule. No, of course not. And our eight-year-old daughter hates being on a schedule, right? More than anybody. Yeah. yeah. Some people actually do a lot better. Most people really, once they lock into a schedule, do a lot better. But as far as like a rigid schedule of this time to this time, this time yeah. to this time, very rarely does that work. No. It, it's unrealistic. It is completely unrealistic, especially in real estate, because you don't. You might get a you know chatty Kathy on the phone, and the next sure. thing you know, an hour's passed. Who knows? Right. Right. But you've also generated three leads, mm-hmm. and so this. So be clear about this concept, guys, and this is what Julie's going to be talking about. You have to choose basically three to five things that you're going to do at the highest level every single day, and if some of those things don't you know fall into what we're going to suggest uh, your morning schedule to be, that's okay. As long as you're getting them done by the end of the day, three to five things. And some of you are going to have um, maybe your morning is so full of other activities that you don't have real time to, you know, do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. So if you were to try to force those activities into the morning, it wouldn't be done at the very highest level. Whereas in the middle of the day, you have time. You guys get the reason the scheduling about time and energy for it. Yeah, right. So when you're going through this, remember, we're not going to say you don't keep a schedule. You suck. We're not going to tell you if you don't do these five things, you suck. We're going to say, take your actual uh, knowing yourself energy cycles throughout the day into consideration, not to mention your other obligations, and then do commit to three to five things every day. And we're going to give you those suggestions. And we're going to give you some, I think, probably shortcuts to moving past the fear and loathing of having a schedule. That's right. So here's a question. So it's a little bit of mindset woven in. What is the hardest thing that you do daily that benefits you the most? And I don't know if you recall, we, we did this session on Clubhouse once too. And the, the answers typically were, again, the question, what's the hardest thing that you do daily that benefits you the most? Well, working out would be an obvious one. Answering the phone in the first place. That was a big discussion on our Facebook Live today. Use the phone to lead generate. And when you generate enough business, you don't have to tolerate feast and famine. You don't have to tolerate you know ebbs and flows in the market that you can't handle. So it really comes down to taking action. Now, that's that's what some of the answers were. But what should you focus on? Generating business. Nothing happens without lead generation. And yes, sometimes we call that prospecting. Don't panic. So generating the lead in the first place, furiously fast lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, talked about that on today's session too, presenting, negotiating, and closing. These are the things that benefit you the most, but most agents make it harder than it has to be. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. But I mean, it's, it is fascinating, though, in this day and age, you are just rattling off things that are the basic tenets of any sound business. Yes. And yet most of what agents are doing have nothing to do with nothing the things you just said. It. That, you know, there's they're spending money on social networking. They're doing spending money on uh, ads. They're trying to spend a lot of time trying to create videos. They're believing that basically a tsunami of constant new creation and content is going to win the game at the end of the day. But they know intuitively, every single one of you listening, know intuitively that what's going to get you the business and what always gets you the business is direct communication. So you can skip the other stuff and just go right to direct communication. Why do you do the other stuff? And the reason is, is because you don't have the business maturity to really see it for what it is. 
And so this is the reason that when you're building your business, Julie and I always want you to read our book, Harris Rules. Mm -hmm. We want you to build your business based on proactive lead generation. And if you choose to add the other stuff, the passive stuff, then do it after you've mastered the art and science of doing the proactive lead generation, if you choose to. And what you'll discover is you won't want to because you won't need to because the proactive lead generation works so much better and you don't have to pay for it. That's right. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about with regards to, you know, this is all tied together, lead generation, time management, all of these things, was that we were talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, expired Palooza was yesterday and today and maybe really this week. this week. Yeah. And so we were talking, there was a great group of our premier agents on this Facebook Live thing today. And we had this discussion that they're making it too hard. And that let's just say, because they always like to whine about not enough phone numbers, not enough expireds, right? Let's say that you only had five in your entire, which would be practically impossible. But let's just say that you had five and only one had a phone number. Well, you better be calling that one. But what if you got out of your office, took your pre-listing package and door knocked the other four? And what if only one of those worked out? What's your average net commission to you? Okay, some of these people that are listening, it's like $10,000. But even if there's not phone numbers, they still have doors that That's can be I, knocked. Yes, you go there with your pre-listing package, and, which is even better because you might be the only one who and, were brave enough to do it. And why not look for old expires? This is the exactly. best time of this is the best time of year, guys, to be going after uh, listings by far. Why? Because all the other agents are taking their listings off the market because they believe there's fewer buyers. There are fewer buyers, but the buyers that are out there are a thousand x better quality. Better. They're serious. The sellers that are out there are a thousand times better quality. They're serious too. This is the best time of year to take advantage, frankly of the misinformation that most agents and brokers are passing along to their sellers that you should take your house off the market. What if that seller actually wants that house sold before the beginning of the year? What if they don't want to take the house off the market? What if you were to call them up and explain to them the very fact that Mr. Seller, you know, you ask a seller, why do you, you know, your Mr. Seller, we noticed your home came off the computer today as an, it showed up as an expired listing. I was calling to see if you're still interested in getting the home sold. Seller's going to say, in some cases, probably 50% of the time this year, this time of year, we're going to put it back on the market in the spring. Mr. Seller, I appreciate that. And that might be the best decision for you to put the house back on the market in the spring. But if I could show you there was a huge financial advantage to you having the house for sale now. In other words, having this, the house for sale now could result in, you know, thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars of uh, more uh, essentially uh, net in your pocket. This isn't the exact script, but you guys get the gist of it. Yes. Would you still want to wait you know, until the spring to put the house for sale. In other words, having a real conversation about real market conditions and the benefits to them. Right. So I was harassing our coaching clients saying that if you knew, because we know, that if you, if you, you see, they focus on the wrong thing. They focus on what they can't get, like phone numbers. Well, they're using like that. it as an excuse not to do exactly. it. Exactly. So if you just look at reality, which is, let's say it worked out once or twice a month for you, times, let's just say only 10 months, that's probably for most agents worth like seventy to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. And by not participating in expired Palooza, they're saying they're literally saying, "Oh no, it's okay. Go list with somebody else." I, I, even though I have a real estate license and I claim to do this for a living, no, go do it with somebody else. Well, I'm okay with that. Moving past expires, we teach you in our coaching program. You know over really effectively 20 different ways to proactively lead generate. There's probably about six or eight core things that we want you to uh, learn how to do. But this is the type of work that results once you re once you're working consistently results in consistent effort. 
consistency. Whereas, whereas all the other stuff that you guys are uh, being drawn in to do does not work at the same level. You don't want to have a business. Guys, it goes – it's another Harris rule, right? Um, sounds weird, weird talking about ourselves in the third person, but it is in our book. One of the Harris rules is do not build a mansion on land you do not own. Do not build your business on things you cannot control. You know, for example, do not – you're dependent on SEO. You're dependent on buying leads. You're dependent on all these other types of things. It takes no – you know, basically those things can all change instantaneously and then you lose your business. Guys, you got to intellectualize this and really see it for what it is. And the biggest difference between what Julie and I are trying to get you guys to do versus everybody else is we want you to have a skills-based business that cannot be taken away from you because, you know, somebody at Google decided to flip a switch and now your your SEO doesn't work. Or all of a sudden, you know, some little change in YouTube or some little change in Facebook – these things are always going to make you dependent. You're always going to have to be rebuilding your mansion constantly or your house constantly because you never own the land. When you own the land, that's the same thing as having the skill set, knowing that you can wake up every single day and you can proactively lead generation, generate. Which would you rather have? Yes, our uh, system which it is a complete real estate system, does require work, does require you seeing your business as a real business, not just some flash in the pan, you know, idea of the week type thing. Our coaching clients don't come to us and say, hey, Tim and Julie, what's the latest and greatest way to lead generate? They already know. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're more about how do I handle all these leads? Yeah, basically. Okay, so let's reel this back into how to actually do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level and managing your energy without being overly scheduled, right? So point number one, realize that your energy is a resource. Treat it as you do food and water. You would never go without renewing your food or water, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and you and I are starting to monitor that with What's that new widget called? I was about is it to... Lumens? Lumen. 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 Yeah, Julie yeah. and I, you guys should, uh, I'm, we're, it's too early for us to endorse this product and we're, they are not a sponsor of the podcast. But, but we're trying it out. We're trying out this a new device called Lumen, which monitors your um, basically your physiology throughout the day. It, it monitors your... Um, well, like your nutrition, um, what your your fat intake, protein, and carbs. Um, I think it does a lot of other stuff. You know more it about basi- it. It basically tracks you, you uh, wake up... physiology. Your physiology. And it tells you when you're burning fat. tells you when you're burning carbs. It tells you if you should be doing more of this and more of that. And we're just getting into it. And essentially, it takes like a month for it to... for uh, using it consistently... But then it works itself into giving you a complete dietary suggestions and when you should be eating more of this, when you should be eating less based, of that. Based on your own tendencies. Right? Based it's on very your own, personalized. On your own, your age, your weight, but also yeah. from it taking these readings on you sometimes four times a day. It's a big job to do this consistently. I'm, Julie's is on the way. I've, I've been testing it for a few days. But so far, I'm really impressed with it because the amount of detail that it's, it's already giving me on different different changes I should make in my own you know, life is pretty amazing and you guys might appreciate it too. And I have to say, there's another hidden benefit of having the thing ask for you to take readings throughout the day. You're essentially, it's helping you accomplish a goal, right? It's kind of like a, an accountability partner. Right. And, and, and actually using the device is almost like having a coach. Yes. But I like that it's personalized to you, you know, Mm -hmm. because everybody can Google like, you know, how many calories should I eat? But we're all different. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so point number two, don't expect to be able to simply conjure up your best energy and focus just by willing it into existence. You can't will yourself to not need water, can you? And and this is another thing. I think this is an expression. I see it especially in uh, 
really successful agents sometimes. It's almost like an ego thing. Oh, I can power through. I can, you know, I don't need to study any of this. But in reality, especially as you get older, it becomes harder and harder to just conjure up your best energy. Well, you know, you act. might think so mentally, but physically, you know, uh, what was it? Go ahead. But the reality of it is someone can act. I mean, you know, there's sure. a, there's the stages of mastery, right? Mm -hmm. With the top one being unconscious incompetence. Yep. You're, when you're at that stage of mastery, as some of our best agents are, they can go on a listing appointment, not having thought at all prior to the going on the appointment. They've done it so many times and they're on autopilot. That's a, you know that's a conscious competence at that point, mm -hmm. right? So you and in those cases, they can often do it if they're not even in the best of physiology, mm -hmm. physiology, and they can still win. Yes. But you have to earn your way to get right. up to that level of confidence. You can't just snap your fingers and do a bunch of TikTok right. videos. You can't just decide. You can't that skip good. steps in life, guys. Yes. All right. That reminds me I need to do another podcast about stages of mastery. Okay, so point number three, your brain takes up 5% of your body but uses 20% of your body's resources. So feed your brain. 60% of your brain is made of fat. Omega-3 from supplements, fish oil, salmon, stuff like that will boost your brain's functionality. And guess what? Caffeine is also recommended. It's been proven to not just boost your mood but to block the chemicals which cause tiredness. Concentration for longer periods of time results from feeding your brain the right things. Dark chocolate, oranges, eggs, these are all recommended by nutritionists, so choose your snacks wisely. And again, that goes back to the lumen thing. Hopefully that's going to also kind of hone that in and uh, help you to target what you should be eating. But I thought it was interesting that your brain only takes up 5% of your body but uses 20% of the resources. Yeah. So and you got to take care of it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> All right, point number four, know what your default is when you've screwed up these first three points by power throwing or telling yourself, I don't need to take a break. Now, what happens to you? People are a little bit different on this. Do you tend to get snippy, distracted, etc.? That's your early warning sign that your brain is starving. I had one of our coaching clients was going to actually a marriage counselor and had for the first time in their lives felt really stressed out because their kids were leaving the nest, right? And mm. so now it's like, what's the next stage for us? And I thought it was interesting. One of the questions they asked is, when you feel stressed, what is your go-to? Like, what's your default? And this coaching client said, well, I go into all-out, drilled-down work mode. And so they worked through that, and they said, well, how, you know, like, how is that affecting your marriage? And that, that created an interesting conversation. So know what your default is. I can tell you, like, uh, Zoe's default when she's getting sick is she just gets mean. She gets very combative. She may and be louder. getting. She may be getting that from her mama. Uh, well, maybe. Just saying. Or when you get hangry, you know, we, yeah. we all have these tendencies, <laughs> right? So, all right, number five: manage your own energy resources, but also be aware of what's happening with your clients, your prospects, your kids, your spouse. Are they hangry? Is their brain hangry? Is yours? Maybe the conflict wouldn't be happening if you weren't both in that stage at the same time. So it's not just about managing yourself. It's being aware of what other people are going through. And then number six, know what your most naturally energetic and brain-focused times of day are and do your most important things then. When is your hour of power, for example? This should be used for the most important thing, lead generation. So if you know for sure, you know, there's people in the world that no matter what they do, they're not going to be a morning person. So let's give them a list of things that they can choose from that will be their three to five things. Sure. And guys, honestly, if you're completely a Liberty gibbet and you have no schedule right now and you're just going whatever this, wherever the strongest breeze blows you, uh, uh, you know, choose one or two. Don't try to overwhelm yourself because you won't do it. Right. And then you'll just say, I can't have a schedule. Yes, you can. But we're not saying it's like we're removed. This is one degree away from a schedule. 
Now, I'm going to preface that by saying, if you're going to start being a deliberate lead generator, proactive lead generator from prospecting, you're definitely going to want to absolutely positively uh, do all of that in the morning. Now, with that said, I've had plenty of coaching clients that are more efficient at it in the evenings um, and on Saturday morning. So here, let me just overview this for you guys. The reason it's more effective to do it in the morning is you feel most of you, not all of you, most of you feel the best in the morning. Now, there is a type of physiology where people are actually more efficient in the evenings, and that's fine. Know yourself. But for the most part, most of us, because we've had sleep, because we have our hormones are back in balance come morning, you know, because we, you know, all those types of things. Now, if you've got three kids and you're running around taking them to school and you've got all these other stresses, chances are that ain't going to work for you. So you're going to have to figure out when. Now, the, but the benefit to prospecting first thing in the morning is you're going to get to people when they also are in that heightened state of feeling good. But the downside is, is they're going to be a little bit rushed because they too are they're going to have to get off to their lives. Mm-hmm. That's the reason that Julie and I tell you during the year, there's seven or eight sort of these golden opportunities throughout the year. And we're coming into a whole bunch of them in the last two months where the weekends, I'm sorry, where the end of the month and the beginning of the month fall on a weekend. So for sure, people are going to be home. And if it's over a holiday week, then it's gold because you're going to have uh, other agents won't be proactively lead generating. The sellers are generally going to be in a better mood despite the fact their house didn't expire. You know they're going to say, oh, well, I'll just wait until the you know a spring to put the house back in the market. And Julie and I can coach you and tell you exactly what to say mm-hmm. to move them past that. And even if you can't, because 50% of the time people are going to dig their heels in about not wanting to be bothered. Who cares? That's a great listing opportunity for you come the springtime. But if you get to them first, you're generally going to get the one, the first agent that calls almost always gets the appointment. That's, That's one true. of the keys to calling, especially expireds. If you call them first, you get the appointment. Yes. And also, a lot of things came out on the, the uh, Facebook Live today. Facebook uh, Live, by the way, guys, when you're a coaching client, every single day of a, uh, if you're a premier coaching uh, member, you get a free semi-private, I'm not free, you get a Semi-private coaching call with, uh, with one of our coaches. Julie runs the calls herself a couple times a week. And you can then uh, show up, mastermind with the other uh, ask agents, questions. ask questions, have direct interaction. And some the, again, this is part of Premier Coaching. And Premier Coaching is our A to Z real estate system. This is a system. It takes you through every aspect of building your real estate business. So you were saying? Well, so we talked about the morning schedule and that lead follow-up has to be in there too. Because as soon as you start talking about prospecting and in- <laughs> excuse me, generating something new, where they always say, well, I just miraculously remembered this lead I hadn't called back yet. Exactly. Right? So that has to happen in the morning too. I agree with you that the lead generation should happen earlier because once you get into your day, something, especially our more productive agents where they've got, you know, lots of plates spinning, something is going to hit the fan that day. And if you freak out and you didn't have some other appointments set up, you're going to be much more disappointed versus you set something new this morning and you have something go sideways this afternoon. You're not going to be as stressed about it. That is the discipline what Julie just said. But with that said, again, we have, for example, Chuck Williamson. Yes. He doesn't prospect in the morning. Mm -hmm. What he does is he basically takes, he's driving around doing different things. And he will call during the day, oftentimes in his car. But he knows that he's effective at that. Yeah, and and you know he's effective. Exactly. And he, I think his commissions this year are going to be $2 million. And when Chuck earns $2 million because he's done it the way Julie and I have coached him to, he's going to make probably 90% of that before taxes is going to – maybe even more. Awesome. It's going to go to his actual net. You know, this is the reason that you yeah. learn how to proactively lead generate, guys, because then you don't have to tolerate essentially the ebbs and the flows of whoever's trying to sell you leads that particular week. That's You're right. not beholden. You're free. Yes. So it's not that 
uh, you get to you know run your schedule different ways, different days. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is you don't have to be like between 9.15 and 9.30, I do this, and 9.36, I do that. You have to have your daily minimum standards, which are meaningful. Remember at the top of this podcast, we said, what is it that you, that's hardest for you to do, but is most meaningful to you? So let's give them some samples, what we promised, right? We already talked about a couple. Uh, Proactive lead generation. Do the number of contacts per day predicated on what your real estate treasure map says. Text the word Harris to 47372 to get that. So do your your proactive lead generation. Some of you need to make three contacts. Some of you need, need to make five. You'll know after you get your treasure map done. Number two, as Julie just said, you have to have lead follow-up all the time. Make sure you're following up with all your leads using our scripts to pre-qualify them. Do not just simply take a lead and put them in a drip campaign and think they're going to use you to do a transaction. Uh, Statistically, that's not going to happen. So don't waste your time even hoping and praying that it will. Another thing, obviously, Julie and I are going to suggest is you do some form of exercise, ideally right when you wake up in the morning. Like I'm learning from this Lumen thing. You burn fat all night. And in the morning, if you just have water or coffee, you're good. Your body will stay in that fat burning uh, mode. But if then if you go for a 15-minute brisk walk, if that's all you're going to do, or a treadmill because it's getting cold up north again, then you're going to basically continue the fat burn and you're actually going to you know move your, your whole physiology forward a lot faster than maybe the way you've been doing it. Plus, it'll be over with and not haunt you the rest of the day. Exactly, which is frankly the reason that Julie and I almost always do it in the morning because we don't like doing it. <laughs> we don't. Get it over with. Yeah. So another thing we'll suggest is that you have – you do some sort of overt appreciation towards other people. And the reason you do it that way, you do that is because A, it's really nice to do. B, you should be showing appreciation to people anyway. But C, it's because it puts your mind in a uh, essentially a, a lower level ego state, which is going to make you more effective when it comes to doing the proactive lead generation. Because the thing that prevents agents from doing the proactive lead generation is ego. It's their fear of being rejected. It's their ego. Making it all about them. Making it all about all these types of things that we deal with in coaching. But if you are somebody who's now of a, a, a certain, you're, you're at operating at a higher emotional state, because you've written maybe three or five handwritten uh, cards showing appreciation for somebody else, whatever, you've done something to show appreciation to other people, when you do that and you follow that with your prospecting, you're going to be operating in a higher state, a state of being of service. And that's one of the things that uh, we will suggest to all of you is that if you really want to get efficient at uh, proactively generation, say to yourself, I'm here to serve. How can I help you? The how can I help you mindset frees yourself from the fear which prevents you from actually doing the work, let alone being efficient at it. That's right. So hopefully this has helped you get control of your day and stop thinking that your schedule is some you know big thing or that if, if you don't follow it exactly that you suck. You know, the thing is your business is about lead generation primarily. Everything else will fall into place if you don't That's screw the truth. that up. I mean, really, Julie, if all they yeah. do, if you only want to do three things, master three things in your business, it would be proactive lead generation, be pre-qualifying and presenting. I mean, normally we, n- normally we'd say negotiating, frankly, in this market, that's pretty easy if you're on the seller side. On the buyer side, well, that's a different can of worms. But if you proactively lead generate, you pre-qualify and you present, and obviously presenting and you got the listing, yeah. just those three things, you can suck at every single other thing and you're going to do incredibly well in real estate. That is a simple fact, Jack. Keep it simple.
<laughs> That's right. So, guys, thank you for continuing to make the number one this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in the nation. Hey, by the way, if you did not listen to the interviews that we did last week, we did a great one with uh, Peter Schiff, who is an internationally uh, recognized uh, economist. It was amazing having on our podcast. This It looks like it's going to be one of our most downloaded shows. Go and listen to that interview. His 2022 housing predictions and overall e- economy predictions with inflation is pretty interesting. And then go listen to the interview we did the day before that with two Navy SEALs. And, I mean, those guys were incredible. We love that interview as well. And anything else you'd like to say to these guys, no, Julie? Get caught up. Get caught up, guys. If you have not yet completed your real estate treasure map, your 2022 business plan, Please do text the word Harris to 47372. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.